Hi, and welcome to the Deeper Than Money podcast. I am your host, Chloe Elise. I'm a millennial money coach, speaker, dog mom, and a seven on the Enneagram. And I am on a mission to prove to you that finances can be fun and easy. On the Deeper Than Money podcast, we will dive into all things millennial finance, debt, saving, mindset, and how to have financial freedom to enjoy life in your 20s and 30s. I want you to leave this podcast with more confidence around your moolah and the belief that your biggest financial dreams are possible for you. So let's talk money. Hello and welcome back to the Deeper Than Money podcast. Today we are taking a brief pause from money content and don't worry, we'll be right back with money content on our next episode, but I really wanted to pause and give a little personal life update because I'm getting asked a lot of questions and um, a lot of DMs and so I want to open up and share some some personal updates in my life. Um, so a couple things. So first of all, I am not getting married and I am also single. And that is all I'm going to be commenting on that for now. Um, and really, I refrained from saying anything for a while because partially I just wanted privacy. And also partially it's not my story to tell. Um, but also at the same time, I... I've made the decision for, you know, really for the the length of time that I've had this business um, to make my personal life public. And, and part of that has been my relationship. And so I also do feel some, you know, responsibility, if you will, to be open about where I'm at right now. And so I, I want to, I want to throw that out there. Um so yeah, so I'm not getting married. I am single. Um, and again, I'm not going to be elaborating beyond that as to why at this point. And I want to say thank you for <laughs> respecting and honoring that. And sometime in the future, you know, maybe I'll share more, but right now I'm choosing not to. Um, but I didn't want to just leave you with that and kind of like mic drop and walk away. I wanted to give you something, right? Give you something. And so today I'm giving you the kind of big sister (laughs) advice of some of my top 10 lessons learned, um, from going through a, a, a pretty big breakup this year. So these are my top 10 pieces of, of things that I would tell like younger Chloe or, Maybe you're experiencing, you know, something similar in your life and that this can be helpful or maybe you'll, you know, someday come back to this or have somebody in your life you want to share this with. So for what it's worth, these are my 10 pieces of um, kind of like lessons that I've learned this past year. So number one, we're going to kick it off. And some of these like are cheesy, but they're, I, I, I truly learned them, right? Like I think there's a difference of like knowing something versus learning it. And some of these I've known, but I haven't really learned until this year. So number one, trust your intuition. If you are feeling a lack of clarity, don't cover it up, work through it. Um, this was one of my, my big things is like praying for clarity. Um, 
I used to really kind of be guilty of this where I would pray for like, I just want to feel happy right now, or I just want to, you know, feel this certain emotion instead of, instead of this prayer of like, Hey, I just need clarity. And even if clarity brings sadness and clarity brings, um, you know, whatever anger, like whatever it is, like, I just need clarity, right? Because I would rather have clarity and those temporary emotions, those temporary negative emotions, rather than not having clarity, but feeling that like kind of surface level happiness. Number two, go to therapy. (laughs) The second lesson I learned is to go to therapy. I don't care who you are. In my opinion, everyone needs therapy. And, um, I've been to therapy like multiple different times, but I really found a therapist I clicked with this year. And so not just go to therapy, but like truly it's kind of like what I would imagine like dating, right? Like you have to like really make sure it's with someone that you click and someone that you vibe with and that you understand and everything. Because once you do, um, it's just such a healthy relationship and like having that call, to really work through things with someone who's not biased, right? Of like your situation or your emotions um, or like the people in your life or whatever. It's, it's just such a helpful thing that has helped me process through um, my emotions and not so much on a like distraction, right? Like not, oh, I'm just gonna, you know, let's go out for this and forget about it, but like truly working through it, but at a um, you know, learning how to process your emotions and really go through the thick of it into the thick of it, into the thick of it. That reminded me of that TikTok song. Okay. Um, number three, you aren't a failure for walking away from things that don't serve you. I, I think like, I don't know how the other way you could say this is kind of like normalized breakups. (laughs) I think in our culture, one thing that I was kind of shocked about honestly when when I first got engaged um I was so even before I got engaged honestly but especially when I got engaged I remember just feeling like wow I'm so celebrated for like being engaged right like there was like so much celebration and like gifts and parties and like that was the first thing people would ask me about every single time they saw me it's like how's wedding planning and like oh my God, tell me about how you got engaged. And that's not bad, right? That's like not bad. But I think so often like women kind of get um, like the short end of the stick with that stuff because it almost kind of consumes everything. Um, Where again, it's like that is like the only conversation where I, I, I really don't feel like the even like newly engaged men um, like in, you know, heterosexual relationships, like newly engaged men, I, I would argue don't get that same treatment. Um, you know, I don't often see newly engaged men, you know, people going up and be like, oh my gosh, how's wedding planning? Like, oh my gosh, tell me everything, you know? Um, and so again, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I was always kind of shocked by that. And I felt like my relationship was so heavily, um, what sort I'm looking for? Not like idolized, but just like there was so much pressure on it, right? Like, um, you know, I would get a lot of DMs. I'm going to talk about this in a second, but I get a lot of DMs like, or comments like, oh, power couple and this and that. And it's like, um, sure. Like in, in some ways, yeah. Like, and thank you for the compliment. Right. But like, that's, that's actually like a lot of pressure that you're putting on, you know, like 
a, a relationship. I don't know. Um, and so for me, there is a lot of pressure, even like making this podcast episode, even like coming on and sharing this, because again, it's, it's been a while that I've just kind of been silent about it. Um, but it's, it's tough because I feel, I definitely in the beginning struggled with those feelings of, well, I failed. I'm a failure because, because of this, like I, you know, this is a failed uh, engagement or like a failed wedding or like whatever failed relationship. And so I, I made that mean something about me in the beginning and, you know, obviously it doesn't, but again, in our society, there's so much excitement around those milestones, around dating someone, around getting engaged, around getting married, that it just feels like a lot of pressure (laughs) sometimes. And I can remember, um, like recently, I would say in the past, like six months, there were multiple times where I was engaged still. And, but I was just like, you know, struggling with, you know, there's just a lot of stuff going on. I'm not going to talk about, but again, anywhere I went, I felt like the first thing I got asked about was like wedding stuff and like being engaged. And there were times where I was just wanted to be like, Oh, like ask me about something else. Ask me about work. Like I'm actually really interesting apart from my relationship. Ask me, you know, about like my hobbies or what I'm looking forward to or what I'm excited about or what, you know, I'm reading or what, you know, like ask me something else. And so again, while that, that it's not a bad thing to ask someone and I'm not telling you like never bring it up to someone who's engaged, but also just like keep in mind that as our, you know, the way our society is made up, we heavily um, favor and really emphasize relationships, engagements, marriage in our culture, which again, I'm not saying is necessarily a bad thing, but that it here's the reminder that it shouldn't consume you or conversations or whatever that may look like. And so, um, that's kind of food for thought if you're in a relationship or food for thought when you are talking to someone who is. Okay, next one. Um, this is actually one I learned in therapy when um, I went I went through a breakup like years ago, like seven years ago. And this is like my number one takeaway that I learned from my therapist. Um, but I thought I would add it to this one. Um, and at the time, I, I, just, I got out of a relationship and um, my boyfriend at the time had cheated And so I was really struggling with trusting issues. I was really struggling with, um, you know, how do you, how do you trust someone? How do you trust someone moving forward? And my therapist at the time said to me, well, you don't have to trust them. You have to trust yourself that if that did happen, you'd get through it. And that really put me through the ringer emotionally at that time. Because again, at that time I was so, I thought like, oh, you just have to trust them enough. You just have to find the right person to trust them. And while I do firmly believe that trust is a a vital um, part of relationships and a vital key in a healthy relationship, um, there has to be this deeper trust in yourself at all times that like no matter what, no matter what it is, um, good, bad, or ugly, that you can get through it. Um, Okay, number five. So I did already have this lesson, um, and I, and like lived by this lesson or whatever, but I want to add it because, um, 
I feel like it just goes so perfectly along with what we teach and something I'm, I'm very grateful that I listen to my own advice about. And it is that do not, like before marriage, commingle finances. Don't commingle finances. I've taught this forever. Um, and after, you know, again, kind of living through a breakup, um, I stand by it even more so. Um, and there's other, I have other podcast episodes further about that. Um, but don't commingle finances because again, everyone thinks that, you know, when you're in a relationship, of course you think you're going to always be together. Um, but if, if you're not, then not having that, um, commingling can, can really, it, it just takes a way not having that like extra layer of, of, um, stress. Okay. Number six, bask in duality bask in duality. Duality is something I've really been leaning into a lot lately. And it is this idea of dual emotions of, of being able to experience the, and of being able to experience, I feel this and I feel this. And I I used to really, especially as an Enneagram seven, um, I, I definitely have the, the highs and the lows of like extreme highs of like, I'm so excited and I'm so happy and I'm you know, with my friends or I'm doing this or whatever. And then the extreme lows of like, oh my gosh, I'm in this just like such sadness. And one of the things I've really been playing around with and and leaning into is again, this duality of like, I can simultaneously feel sad and be working through that. And then also simultaneously feel so massively powerful and so much clarity and so much excitement and all these massive breakthroughs and like all of this stuff, like both can exist at once. And, and it's okay. I used to feel guilty. Like, you know, if I'd have a moment of happiness, you know, even though I was like sad about other things, I'd be like, what am I doing? I'm supposed to be sad right now. Or if I was like so sad, I'd be like, wow, I'm missing out on all of this other stuff. Like, why can't I just be happy? Um, and so giving yourself the grace that both can exist at the same time is, is so powerful. Okay. Um, number seven, I want you to get fuck you money. And, um, and I don't care about the scenario. Um, I think I've talked about fuck you money before on the podcast, but basically fuck you money is is saying, I want to have enough money that I can get myself out of situations or get myself into situations or just like make decisions even when, um, it doesn't make the most sense financially. And so for example, um, basically having canceled two weddings, you know, the first one because of COVID, um, but basically canceling two weddings, I mean, I would say probably would be a loss of minimum of $25,000, um, which hurts to even say. But by having that kind of like fuck you money of like, I'm not going to be controlled by this. I'm not going to be controlled by this decision of money. And that I know that making a choice, a hard choice, but one that has to happen is worth losing that right? And that to me is like what fuck you money means. And so I want you to have that. I want you to have that, whether that be to get out of a a job because it's toxic or a relationship or an apartment building or whatever it may look like in your life. I want you to have that. And and a lot of times, um, you don't, you don't need it until you need it, right? (laughs) You don't think like, oh, I'm really going to work on this. I'm so motivated. 
until you need it. And then you're like, I need it and I need it right now. And so take some time to set yourself up for how you could start accumulating that and and really striving towards wealth now. Okay. Um, Number eight of my lessons learned. Be kinder to people online. Be kinder to people online. If I had a nickel for every DM I've gotten that was either inappropriate or just straight up rude or hurtful, I'd be so much wealthier. Um, Because again, and to some extent, I did put my relationship online and I take that responsibility. It is a responsibility to have an online platform and um, and an audience too, right? Like a community of people who are watching every move. And, um, you know, there's pressure, like knowing that every single thing I post on, you know, Instagram stories, thousands, tens of thousands of people are going to see it. Um, and so that is a responsibility and I, you know, take that responsibility, which is why I'm showing up today and doing the hard thing of, um, you know, providing some clarity, but even that being said, there are times where, you know, I've gotten DMs that say, please don't tell me you broke up. If you do, I'm going to be so devastated or I'm going to be so mad. And it's like, you know, me reading this DM knowing like, yes, you know, I, I did just go through a breakup and thinking like, oh, okay. Um, you know, do I owe this person an, an apology or like what? I don't know. Like, you know, that's just like, what am I supposed to do with that? How am I supposed to handle that? And I know there's some like level of like, like, oh, I won't believe in love, haha, you know, like kind of like lightheartedness. But also like over over a DM, it's it's harder. It's harder to navigate of, you know, a lot of just DMs of like, um, excuse me, where is so-and-so? And, you know, and again, I'm feeling this pressure of like, just, oh my gosh, like where social media is just like tough on your mental health sometimes, like from this side of it, where it just feels like, sometimes you're, you know, sometimes it feels like, oh my gosh, like dance monkey, right? Like tell, what about this? What about this? What about this? And again, I'm, I'm not trying to sound ungrateful at all. Um, but I did, you know, over the past like months, I had to take time off social media and, um, you know, I, I would be on it just to post and I wouldn't read my DMs and I wouldn't like go watch other people's stories because it was, it was hard because every time I opened DMs, you know, there were, there were ones that to me felt heavy, even if the, even if that wasn't the intention. Um, and I, I had a lot of like, and I still do for the most part, get so many kind DMs of like, Hey, how are you doing? Or like, I feel a shift or like, Hey, just like wanted you to know I'm thinking about you or something from people who had kind of picked up on, you know, my shift of energy or whatever, or I'm not wearing an engagement ring anymore. Um, things like that. So I'm not at all saying every single person who DM'd me, I'm mad at or whatever, but I just want to, you know, say a reminder that like, if, if it's not something that you would walk up to me on the street and say to my face, if we were walking by, you know, passing each other by as, as strangers, if it's not something that you would yell across the street at me, you know, don't DM it because it, it's, it, it just, I'm a real person. <laughs> I'm a real person reading those messages and, um, and it can be, it can be tough. But at the same time, I love having conversations. I love, you know, the the reason I love social media so much is because I can see, I can like see who these people are and how ha- and have great conversations and develop relationships and you know see your life and see all this stuff. So I'm not saying don't shoot me a DM or don't message me, but just remember like to to speak the way you would to someone who you you know are seeing on the street and say like, hey, you know, if you are curious about something, be like. 
hey, oh my gosh, like, how's it going? Um, you know, I was just wondering about this instead of like, um, like, you know, demanding or saying like, uh, where's, you know, this, whatever. I'm a little bit rambly about this one, but again, I promise just that's a big one I've learned is for me, I've even noticed like how much I am, I go out of my way to be kinder when I'm DMing people um, because I've been on the other side of, of kind of the influx of those things that you get overly sensitive to. Okay. Um, number nine, I'd rather be brave and find clarity than stay comfortable and feel unsure. Um, that's a big one. Um, I kind of talked about this earlier, but if you're feeling stuck or unsure, and again, this is a hot take by Chloe, but like, I don't think we're supposed to live like that. We have one life and I refuse to live a life of feeling like I'm not at my full potential or feeling like this isn't right or feeling just, again, this like lack of clarity. Like I refuse. I feel like, you know, to me, I'm not utilizing this huge gift of life that I've been given if I'm living like that. And, um, yeah, so that's just my encouragement to you that if, if you're feeling that way, don't ignore it, lean into that and kind of figure out what's going on. And then number 10, this is, this is the big one. At the end of the day, you weren't a broken person looking for that missing piece. I think so often, like it's easy to think like, you know, especially getting out of a long relationship. Um, to me, a a big thing is like really remembering that like I was a full person before that, right? Like I was a full person prior to that and I will be, and I am now, you know, I, I'm a full person after. Um, and of course it like hurts when you're you know, unmingling your life that you've, that you've built together. Um, and that's really hard and it's, it's really, you know, it's really tough, but like, I'm okay and I'm strong enough and brave enough and whatever else enough to choose the harder thing that I know I need to do rather than go with what's easy or what's comfortable or what I think other people want. And, it's, you know, it's, it's been a tough, it's been a tough time, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't even say it's been horrible because of leaning on the fact that I know, like, I trust that this had to happen for kind of like my greater good, if that makes sense. So like, yes, in in these moments, in the temporary, in the short term, it sucks. And it's sad and it's, you know, there's anger and there's frustration and there's hurt and there's all of these different things. But at the same time, I'm okay with having that temporarily. I would rather have that temporarily than have sign up for a life without clarity. Right. And so, um, there's my challenge for you today, right? I'm showing up showing up for you, um, and giving you all of the, all the vulnerability that I'm, I'm deciding to share with you today. Um, and I want to thank you too. I want to thank you for, um, you know, being a part of this community and, and for, if you've reached out to me and, you know, I appreciate it. I really do. And, 
um, if you've followed along with my life up until this point, like it is really cool. It's really cool to know that um, people do. And, and I get that, right? I know that that is the intention that you're invested in, you want to know. And so again, I'm, I'm not mad about any DMs or upset or whatever. Um, I just at that point had to kind of take a step back and, and not reply and um, not really engage with it until I kind of felt ready to either say something or post about it or whatever. So um, again, I promise we're going to get back to money content next week. And yeah, there's, again, it's okay that, um, it's okay that it's like, you know, there's tough times right now. One of, actually, I should have thrown this in there because this is actually one of the best pieces of best, like breakup pieces of advice I've ever gotten. Um, but when I went through a breakup years ago in college, um, one of my friends told me, um, tomorrow the sun is going to rise and tomorrow the sun is going to set and the next day the sun is going to rise and someday the sun is going to rise and you will be okay and it was so comforting at the time because everyone else at the time was giving me advice like you know like his loss blue, 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 you know and I was just like I don't care I'm sad right but for some reason I always held on to that piece of advice and um and it's, it's kind of like the trusting of that, right? It's like the trusting of that of like, I'm okay. Um, I'm allowed to have the, the, you know, happy moments now and sad moments now, trusting that the right decision was made and that someday it'll, you know, make sense. And, and I'll look back and be like, of course that had to happen. So there we go. Your update from Chloe on her life and all of the the chaos and the good, the bad, and the ugly. So thank you so much for, for joining in and being on this ride with me. And I am just, I'm happy you're here. And I promise again, next episode, we will return back with money content and see you back next week.